right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Saturday. Well, well, it's actually now Sunday, November the eighth. I should say it's kind of late. Uh, this is a very late one. Um, welcome to episode number seventeen. I believe. Am I correct on that date? Is this episode seventeen? We are at episode seventeen. Yes, we are. Episode number 17 of the J-Money Talks Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Jason Michael Johnson, also known as J-Money. We are about to begin our We Got a Great Episode for you guys. And opening. Now, the opening, you probably want to find it on the YouTube. Probably on the YouTube. But if you're listening to this podcast through SoundCloud, you can, you will be seen the episode you go see this opening skit that I decided to do which will be on the YouTube channel which will be not just it'll be on its own separate video on the YouTube channel but it would also be a video on the it'll also be a video we'll put on Instagram and my personal Instagram and probably my Facebook and let's say if you are a Trump it is pretty much a little skit I decided to do. It involves pretty much the results of what happened in this election. This will be something we will probably talk about in uh, very briefly. But before we begin, we let's begin with one big thing that happened today. Yours truly, on Friday, November 6th, have now turned 24 years of age. I am now 24 years old. I am now in my Kobe Bryant year now, so I am feeling pretty good. I had a good birthday. Uh, pretty much started off with pretty much me finishing up work, finish up work for the night for the night, and I'm having the whole day off. So as soon as I got done with work, first thing I decided to do was have a little tequila, some of that Terramana tequila, you know, the people's tequila, you know, the rocks tequila, great. It actually tastes pretty good. I actually ain't gonna lie. It does taste pretty good. Straight up, it will put some hair on your chest. Put some hair on your chest. Put some hair on your chest. And uh, add some of that. A couple glasses of that. Also had some champagne. So let's just say I had a little fun for myself. Watch some Dragon Ball Super by myself. Add some candy. Now enjoyed myself. Uh, slept in a good amount. And then for the birthday, so I do go out. Decided to go out with, I end up doing stuff by simply going to the gym with family, with my pops, which I normally do. This one had a fun, very intense set, oh, workout session. Um, Luckily enough, a friend hosted a party, so I hung out with uh, me and uh, my boys, and uh, we had some, we had a good time. It was like, it was actually mad packed, um, but it was like, by like, Midnight, one-ish. It was like forty people in this one house party. It was it was crazy, nuts, and yeah, it was a good time. I had a good time hanging out with friends. We all chilled, had some drinks. Let's just say, smoked some weed. Did I ever hook up with any girls there? Nope. I ain't gonna say it. I would say me, and uh, I've. At least there were some girls that knew me. At least we all hung out, talked, and didn't do much. I was already, I did not feel uh, con. Let's say, 
liquor didn't give me full confidence, let's just say. Let's just say drunk, I figured out drunk me. Uh, like, as I, as the liquor began to hit. Drunk me loves is kind of got that, like, Ric Flair. Like, let's say I kind of acted like, thought I was going to pull up, pull up and be like slick Rick. Like, I was like, you know, I'm talking the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, limousine riding, jet flying, kids stealing, women <laughs> I was, let's just say this, I, if, if you want to know how the day went, at third, as soon as I was done with workout, I ended up going to have a birthday dinner with my dad at Hooters, um, at yes, Hooters, and let's just say it was fun um, we, you know, talking, we had a great meal, um, and it was actually some people who actually heard it was my birthday, and they was like, hey, why don't we do, like, buy you guys a drink, and I was like, I actually had a couple of, uh, blue moons, like, short blue moon, uh, drafts, and, uh, after that, they actually bought me, like, a tall blue moon draft and a shot, and a shot for me, so we ended up doing a shot together, um, uh, the shot I was asking was tequila, but they end up, but the uh, bartender ended up pouring, serving all this fireball, the fireball cinnamon whiskey, which I have had a bad memory of fireball. And actually, I told the story to my father about this a few years ago. But <laughs> this is something, I'll, this is a good story. Let's just say it was Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl 52. I. Honestly, did not want to see the Patriots nor the Eagles win this thing. I didn't care if we were team. So, this is like when. So, I decided, like, I'm going to just stream. Stream my. Uh, do a Twitch stream. Back in. Uh, do a Twitch stream. This is actually when uh, I was doing Twitch streams early in 2018. Early 2018. <laughs> and I think I have the. Uh, I don't know if I have a full stream up. I think I might have a full stream up. You can go to the J Money Gaming channel. You can search the stream. I let's just say I decided I pulled decided to play Street Fighter 2 Arcade with uh, DJ and with DJ, who is actually I forgot is a charge character. So let's say I. Played a charge here on arcade run through, and I decided, hey, every loss that happens, I'm gonna take a shot. So let's just say, uh, after a couple losses, I end up drinking. I next thing I know, I ended up drinking half a bottle of a fireball whiskey. And it's not like a big, before you think it's like a huge ass bottle, it's like one of those, uh, medium sized bottles you can get like for 15, 20 bucks in some cases. And it was a it was a decent sized bottle. Um, let's just say I ended up drinking half of that bottle, and let's just say I was a uh, drunk. So let's say uh, if you want to know how bad it was, let's just say this: in my first couple months of drinking, I learned three things. There's three things. There's three unwritten rules of drinking. And it's basically good rules. Number one. Don't mix, don't mix your light liquors with your dark liquors. Don't do that. Uh, number two, liquor before beer. Don't go beer before liquor because you don't want to go there. And third and finally, and third and finally, 
never drank on an empty stomach. Let me tell you, this is what happened. I drank on an empty stomach, and then when late, I ordered pizza late at night, ate that, tried to absorb some of this alcohol, and this is what happened at next morning. Let's just say that pizza came out both ends because I ended up vomiting. Some of it is actually on a, some of it was on like the wall and the floor and parts of this floor here, which has now probably been cleaned up. Uh, in the bathroom, I was like, I was messed up. I didn't tell my dad or anyone about it. Now, the only person who knew about it, about the fireball, was my sister. She's the only one who knew about the liquor. So, I never told my parent, my dad about it for a while until like, I was like 24, and let's just say, and this is why the alcohol started hitting, so, let's say the alcohol started hitting, so, I ended up having that shot of Fireball, and then I realized, oh shit, this is fucking Fireball, and I'm like thinking, I was like, oh god, I gotta find, make sure I chase this bitch down as soon as possible, I already had beer and food, so I'm thinking the food would help a little bit, but I knew that liquor... But beer, I had a beer before liquor, so I'm like, okay, I just had this shot, and I'm like, I gotta chase this bitch down. So how am I gonna chase it down? So I had this tall ass drink, and I chugged the fuck down on this bitch. I was, let's just say, I wasn't just, I was chugging. I was like, I was chugging that bitch. It was, it was a, and this was a tall draft. It was like this Stein, tall Stein, and it was a big boy. So I was like, so let's just say, I was handling my business, going taking this. Taking that beer down. So, um, yeah, it was a, it was what happened. That was like my pregame. And let's just say I drunk me had was kind of feeling, was feeling himself too much. Let's just say I, like, I got to, if you were, ch I got the group chat, I'll probably do a screenshot or something because I, uh, it is, I, this is me. I texted this late last night. I just said, I just, I already don't wear phrase like a 826 because I was pretty much about to hop in the shower, get cleaned up, and get ready. And then later on, I end up saying next hour, I just end up saying, like, this is Iowa. I went, let's just, I told my friends, I had a group chat, let's just say drunk me is about to come in like the nature boy. Uh, the diamond, the Rolex wearing. Diamond ring wearing. Limousine riding. Jet flying. Kiss stealing. Willing dealing. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down. And I just like, woo! I was, let's just say, my friends and I, my other friends just knew, like, it was just like, what the fuck is going, what the fuck is Everyone's just laughing at this, because they just like, don't know what is going on, like, they just knew drunk me is about to have a time of his life, because I have, it's awesome, I have not been out at all, like, in quarantine, I have not tried to go out, I'm like, I was like, at this point, I'm like, look, I'm 20, I'm about, I'm turning 24, I'm going out, if I'm catching something, I'm like, you know what, if I catch it, something, I'm like, you know what, I'm a, I'm gonna have it, have it, catch it while I'm partying for my birthday, I want to enjoy, like, that is how I want it to be, so, I was like, so, it was a good party, uh, at, uh, let's just say, 
it was packed in the in this house and we were and it was like I don't know, we were like super far out it was like way out in the boonies pretty much and I was having like it was a lot of uh, let's just say I had a had a good amount of tequila some vodka had a little end up trying henny for the first time like henny and coke so let's just say uh, let's just say I had a good ass night let's just say it was a good night hung out with friends chilling vibing relaxing uh, hung out till 2 after 2 the party practically ended everyone went home everyone probably found a shorty and had their probably took them back to their place or her place and kind of smashed it out I'm not sure I uh, I pretty much took an Uber home and got back by like 3 a.m. and your boy Pat I got into my underwear and passed the fuck out let's just say that so I was it was a good night it was a good night I had a good time and I was like and I was like in myself like yeah it, it just hit me like yep this is this is how I would love to come enter that Kobe year with with go with by getting hammered and pretty much getting hammered just getting smashed so I was like it was fun and I was having a good time so um I think that was a good thing so I guess now we gotta go into the big news so it it's finally happened uh Joseph Joe Biden has is now the elected to be the president of the United States we are now Trump is gone and uh, the question is now is he willing to give up that give it up now and he's willing to leave is he willing now to leave on schedule that's the question now well uh, Biden humbly accepted the this victory Trump on the other hand his fall price is pretty much we ain't going nowhere we ain't going nowhere we can't be stopped now it's president for life he's like he's he said he he said that a while back beforehand now as the results come in it looks like he's saying i ain't giving up shit <laughs> so this is a this is a big question now is are we dealing with a prize are we gonna have a president that is willing not to give up anything? So that's gonna be the big question. Will we not see a president who's willing to give up the throne? And that is a big, big question. So ever in that, I feel pretty good. I I'm my opinion about the whole thing with uh Biden with the Biden uh I will say this, a lot of things is and politics, political wise, do I feel like do I care? Am I happy that Trump won't, that Biden won? Not really. I didn't think Biden or Kamala being the leaders. I wasn't. I I don't really trust them really at first. But I was like, look, I got. I ever have. I guess four years of Biden and Kamala then four years of Trump, I've practically said it. Same thing about the whole thing about McGrath. With McGrath, I don't support her, really, but 
I ever have six years of Herb and six years of Connell. And uh, we'll get to that in a minute, in a couple of minutes, because once again, pretty much, I'm, uh, as I say, it's uh, that's something that's got me uh, in a mood, and I can just say my opinion about that, especially to people who do not live here in the state of Kentucky, saying we need to get rid of, that Kentucky needs to get rid of Mitch Connell, you guys know you have to. And I got some words, choice words for those people. Okay? I've got some choice words from them, and I'll wait, hold on to it for a minute. But to me, I'm like, to me, I think the whole country's just celebrating the fact that Trump is done. And my thing is that if, to me, I say this, it's we gotta like stop with the identity politics. Like, we cannot just stop, uh, we gotta stop with the whole thing about, like, listen, I don't like this guy, I'm not gonna listen to you, fuck you. I say we gotta stop voting for people just because of popularity. We need to start trying to vote for people who has the best interest in mind. Like, vote for policy, not by the identity. And that's the big question. There is putting the policy up. And... If fair policy works, does not match the what the people want, then that person has to go and has to be replaced by someone who is going to listen to the, to put those policies in place, whether it is someone on the left or someone on the right or someone on the third party, which I think at this point, some third party, again, especially libertarians are probably at this point getting ready to start... Uh, take it over a bit more if and I think probably Kentucky especially here in Kentucky I think libertarian you might might be the party that's stepping up now because once again Democrats the Democratic Party the Democratic establishment now this whole thing about the McGrath thing Amy McGrath losing to Mitch McConnell in the in the way she lost is was something I just knew was going to happen because happened. I told I kind of said this was going to happen. She is going to get fucking rammed by McConnell, and well, guess what she did? Because I just knew at that point, like, listen, you are not. It's hard. Louisville won't matter. And Lexington won't matter. Look at if you look at the exact exact map of Kentucky when they were voting for her, when the Senate race, Louisville wasn't gonna matter and Lexington wasn't gonna matter. We were voting blue no matter who. You gotta convince all the counties around them and everyone else outside of that. You gotta focus on rural as Kentucky rural Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky, the coal communities, the farmers, all of those people. And if you can't, you gotta try to work around, work with them and see you can convince them to side with you. Yeah, here's the thing. If you blue, you only, here's the thing about Kentucky. They support blue when it comes to Kentucky, not blue when it comes to Democrats. And that's something about it is 
people in this country. I'm who live in this country and doesn't live in this state. I'm saying this right now. You're wondering, why can't this state get rid of this man? All I'm going to say is this. This state practically has, is pretty much has Stockholm Syndrome with the Republican Party. We're pretty much just, a, we're practically this abused-ass wife who is getting fucked over a ton, but we somehow can get off of Mitch McConnell's essence. The dude's dick is somehow got us in a goddamn spell. It's a drug. Okay? And anytime you guys want to bring shit up, we are ready, somehow ready to, and it's Cyrus State is ready to defend him. Like, oh, come on, he's not that bad of a guy. And I'm like, trust me, it's like, doesn't he sound like that one thing? I understand, you know there's an abusive girl that's getting, that's being with a douchebag, a guy who's a douchebag, probably abuses her, treats her like shit, and he's just, and you call him out on it, and they're, and they're just like, oh, he's not that bad of a guy, oh, that didn't really happen, he didn't punch me, I just fell down the stairs. Look, I'm just saying this, if you really want to change some shit, if you really want to get the Democratic Party raised up, listen, to the Democratic establishment, I am going to say this, to me, I say Kentucky Democratic Party, you need to, like, change your idea of what can we do to get people to flip this state. You gotta have to work something out. You gotta do some kind of soul-searching, okay, about what the party is in these, like, districts and stuff in order to change shit. And especially if you're someone who's from, like, the DNC... All I'm telling you is, is some of y'all people in the DNC were like super deep in there. All I'm going to tell you is this. You got to do one of two things. If you really want to get rid of McConnell six years from now, all I'm telling you is just this. Option one, invest your businesses here in the state. Bring business here. Bring more jobs here. Educate. Help with funding education in this state. Help with funding education in the state and education in the state. That's option one. Or option two, and this is a bigger one, and that's a big and this is a big commitment, right? Fucking move here. Fucking move here. And I'm not saying you move to Louisville and Lexington. We're covered. We don't need any of y'all here. We already got enough people in the islands and Lake Forest, okay, to deal with. Alright? We got enough. We're talking about you guys moving into Shelby County. We're talking about you moving to Oldman County. We're talking about living in the deep parts of Kentucky. People who are super, super Republican. Super red. If you can live in that place and somehow change that county to blue, good fucking luck. I wish you all the best of luck there. I definitely wish you the best of luck. But till then, if you don't want to commit to either option A or B, here's option C. Shut the fuck up. Okay? Shut the fuck up. Okay? <sighs> now, one of the big things is for, and one of the big things is, uh, in terms of this election, one big thing is that there is one big winner out of the whole thing, 
and that is legal weed because five new states have decided to wake the fuck up and realize that weed is not that bad and especially this I think this is one of the few southern states that finally cracked under pressure Mississippi they legalized recreate they rec- legalize medical marijuana uh, a few other places I see Arizona legalized marijuana and Arizona legalized marijuana recreationally and a couple other places. Um, I forget what other states did, but one big one is Oregon said, you know what? We're not going to legalize just weed and mushrooms or LSD and some of the psychedelics. We're at least, we're going to legalize all the drugs. Let's just say this. All drugs. That's right. You could go there for coke. You can do cocaine, meth, heroin, all the f- crazy drugs, and not go to jail for them. You, you. So, let's say this: If you're a crackhead and you want to smoke your crack and not be judged or go to j- or get arrested all the time, move to Oregon now. You can move to Oregon now. Enjoy. So. Yeah. So yeah, that is a big that was a big thing. So that's one of the big things about this whole election thing. I'm not too uh crazy over it, but I think this whole thing is now we should not vote on identity now. You gotta vote for policy and you need to make sure that the candidate you have is going to be you if you're gonna have a candidate that follows policy to the people in, if it's left or right, you gotta at least listen to their policies, not their identity. That's the thing. We gotta start looking more at policy, people who are going to go with policy, than whatever their identity is, wherever, even if they're left or right, sometimes some people on the right have a policy that makes it's better than the person on the left, and I don't vote for them all the time, but I will say this if they both. You gotta look at both parties and see, okay, who has the right interest here? Okay, let's see. Tax clicker, maybe go for someone on the right wing because let's see, he might uh, try to at least give you a little extra, make sure you save a little few extra dollars. If it's someone on terms of electoral offices, I'm like, you might want to go for someone on the left. But something, you gotta at least, uh, I think it took the makeup off of. Politics, we gotta stop with this whole idea of identity politics. It should be policy over party. That should be policy before party. Okay, and that's my opinion. Um, next, the whole Kanye West thing. Kanye West's uh, voting. Let's say this. All my personal opinion there is, I don't know how many thousands voted for. Kanye, but I will say this, to the majority of those first-time voters, all I'm going to say is, some of these, I think some of these first-time voters probably need to wait till they're 21 to vote, but let's just say this, some of them should, I said we need to raise the age to vote to 21 now, because some of these kids are fucking might be fucking retarded. So, yeah. I'm going to say this. I don't know. I'm going to see who I'm on to vote. I want to determine, like, the age of voters. Because I want to see that. Because I say, if 
honestly, there's a lot of ideas. <clears throat> and I say this. The ones are 1834. Y'all motherfuckers need to go to the most northernmost part of fucking Alaska right now. And live there for a month. No clothing. Just stand. Just no clothing. No heat. No no place to live, no place, one place to live, just y'all spending the next, like, month or two in the frozen fucking cold, freezing to death. Some, if some of y'all are over the age of 30, I said 18 to 34 year olds, 35 and older, some of y'all practically need to die. Some of y'all need to get hakkied right now. Okay, y'all, do not deserve to vote anymore, okay? Some of y'all voting rights need to be stripped away. So, that's all I'm going to say. Alright, we're going to take a quick break, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back, we're going to at least talk about a little bit of, probably talk about some uh, sports, probably. Probably uh, break away from this whole uh, political stuff. Anyways. Don't go anywhere, guys. You're watching episode number 17 of J Money Talks Podcast on Spotify and YouTube. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to episode number 17 of the J Money Talks Podcast. We're just about to continue onward with our... Guess, yeah, we're going to be talking about pretty much some supports right now. Some deportees. So we have we have a good we we had a good weekend of some college we have a good weekend of college football action we're gonna go into it we're just gonna speed run it real quick we're gonna speed run real quick to a big I said a big scores of what happened let's say let's see here all right what do we got here in here let's see I guess we'll talk about right now. A good chunk. Say this week we've had a good chunk of games get postponed slash canceled. Uh, this week, this week, uh, big one is the Air Force versus Army game being postponed. Tulsa taking on Navy postponed. Game that got canceled. Purdue versus Wisconsin canceled. Got canceled. The game that's got postponed was Texas University of Texas San Antonio versus Rice. Postponed. Charlotte going to Middle Tennessee. That game is postponed. Arizona versus Utah canceled. Florida International versus Utah canceled. Louisiana Tech and North Texas postponed. And Washington and Cal canceled. Among those games, another game that big happened is the Corona Chan. That Corona has postponed the game between tonight, which was going to happen earlier tonight between. The University of Louisville Cardinals versus Virginia Cavaliers. Sadly, that game got postponed till next week, and that game will be taking place on at 3:30 p.m. At 3:30 p.m. 3:30 p.m. Uh, a good chunk of them was actually positive tests on the U of L sideline, on U of L sideline, on the U of L sideline. So let's just say Corona Chan decided to give. Decided to let everyone on the UFL football team get catch it. Let's just say there was probably some merry-go-round that happened. Everyone on the team ended up getting a ride. 
don't know who among them got it. So all I'm gonna say is, uh, even if you guys are, I say the U of football players, listen, I don't care what y'all doing. Make sure y'all wearing the damn mask and gathering, say, keeping your social distance. Okay, don't post. Don't we don't want to see games postponed. We don't want to see games postponed, man. Come on, use y'all common sense here. All right, now the games that have actually happened. We gotta go into a big one, into some interesting ones. Let's talk about. Let's say one of the big games of the week was Michigan versus. Indiana. This one is a big one. This is actually a ranked one. This one's a ranked one. First time in a long time. And this one, and this time around, Indiana is the ranked team. Is the ranked, higher ranked team going in. 13th in the nation. And now it's taking on Michigan, who is now 23rd. 23rd. And this one, Indiana ended up taking this game 38-21. to Forty-eight to twenty-one. Directly on the on the on their uh, sophomore QB, Michael Penix Jr. Thirty out of fifty for three hundred forty-two yards and three touchdowns in this game. In this ball game, actually, in this ball game, and also on the shoulders of on the shoulders of Stevie Scott III Jr. out of Jr. running back out of Syracuse, New York. Carrying the ball 24 times for 97 yards and two touchdowns of his own. Of his own. We, uh, this is, uh, for Indiana. I believe this is the fair down Frano. I think this is probably the first. I say this is the first time in a long time that Indiana is practically. I think this is the first time in a long time Indiana is now this. Is now like free and out in a while, actually. Another thing is that in this game, this is also a huge skid. First time in 33 years, Indiana has been the Wolverines. So this is a big one here, and this is actually a big one. So the one that was made is. That was made was probably it was also their fourth consecutive team win. The next game is against their next game is against Michigan State, and they are now and then. And this one will be a big one because Indiana deck in two weeks will be facing. Will set up a shutdown a showdown between the. East Division's only unbeaten teams, and that is against the for number three rank, the Ohio State Buckeyes. So for Indiana, this is a big thing. I say this is a big. Uh, this one is actually very big for the Wolverines. They are now one and two. They'll probably be be out of the rankings uh, for this week um, in the upcoming rankings. Indiana is probably going to be moving on up a little bit. So, the question is, how far? Not, I am not exactly sure. But, for a team like the Indiana, have this, have this free and roll record is pretty good for them. They, uh, they're actually going to be, 
this uh, game between Ohio State and India is going to be possibly a top 10 matchup because Ohio State is probably number, could be the number one team, but I think it could be, but I think the number one team will probably more like, more than likely be Alabama, who is right now 6-0 and this week, will be 6-0 and right now, they had a bye week, speaking of Speaking of Ohio State, they end up going on, end up routing a routing Rutgers 49-27. Oregon and starts off their uh, big Pac-12 uh, their uh, Pac-12 season with a 35-14 win over Stanford. Coastal Carolina, uh, Coastal Carolina is is now a uh, is now a set perfect 7-0. They're ranked 15 Frank. They end up beating South Alabama 23-6 in uh, SC Texas AM with a big time being over South Carolina 48-3. Iowa State survives over Baylor 38-31. Oklahoma giving the usual thrashing to a helpless Kansas Jayhawks 62-9. Cincinnati oh, remains undefeated at 6-0 with a 38-10 win over Houston. Over Houston. Net Marshall wins it. Is undefeated at 16. 16th ranked. Marshall stays up 6-0. Defeating UMass in 51-10. 51-10. 51-10. Iowa, a 49-7 victor over Michigan State. Over Michigan State. Sparty at 1-2. At 1-2. 2 Northwestern is undefeated 3-0. Is an undefeated 3-0. Beating Nebraska 21-13. Nebraska falls 0-2. North Carolina Duke. North Carolina wins at 56-24. North Carolina's 5-2. Duke at two and six, at two and six, and and let's see another top twenty-five news. Liberty in Virginia Tech ended up. Virginia Tech, Liberty coming in undefeated, ranked twenty-fifth nation, taking it to the lot was down and in the last second. Virginia Tech has a chance of. Liberty had a chance to. T- to gain the win on a last second field goal, 51 yard field goal. But before and what happens is a miracle happens where Virginia Tech blocks it, it gets picked up by Virginia Tech, and they run it back into the end zone for a touchdown. Virginia Tech ends up being this undefeated Liberty team and moves on to four to five and two. Except, nope, the coach ended up play ended up icing the kicker. And end up deleting that touchdown. So Liberty end up getting one more chance to get the game-winning field goal, and as a result, it ended up being good. Liberty a seven ends up being undefeated, and spoils Virginia Tech in a big-time loss. Virginia Tech Liberty won 38 to 35. Texas wins it in a barn burner, a close barn burner between 
a between West Virginia, the Longhorns go up one seventeen to thirteen. Texas now five and two, ranked twenty second right now. Ranked twenty second right now. SMU goes is now seven and one after defeating Temple forty seven to twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty three. Now the big games. Now there is. Now let's go to the next big. Uh, two big games of the week. Between first, we have Florida, Florida and Georgia, in the world's largest cocktail party. Cocktail party. Florida Gators end up with a game was close. It was close as Georgia was up twenty-one to fourteen in the. With 12 minutes and 17 seconds left in the second quarter. Early in the second quarter, but in the next of the quarter, next next 11 minutes and 38 seconds, all the Gators because as Kyle Trask adding up throwing three touchdowns, one to Kyle Pitts, to Kyle Pitts for a 25-yard touchdown. One to Kenmore Gamble for 24 yards and one to Trevon Games for 14 yards with 11 seconds left to put the Gators up 38 to 21 at the half. At the half, all they had the Gators had to do was kick, get two field goals from courtesy of Evan McPherson, and it was all it wrote. She wrote for the Gators as they took over and beat the Bulldogs. In Jacksonville, forty-four to twenty-eight. Forty-four to twenty-eight. Uh, big one of the big plays is that that Georgia's End up a getting ejected out of play as him and Kyle Pitts, a very talented, uh, very talented uh, junior tight end, six foot six tight end from Philadelphia, uh, end up colliding. Uh, Kyle Pitts would be able to walk out under his own power, but he was not able to come back into the game. Uh, Lincoln got ejected for targeting for a targeting call. For a targeting call. For a targeting call. Call. But it didn't stop stop the Gators from chomping down on the dogs. So. Chomping down on the dogs. Dogs. Florida now is at 4-1. And and Georgia is now 4-2. To four and two. Now the big game of the week was between number one Clemson and number four Notre Dame game of the week. Week Trevor Lawrence was not able to play this game. He ended up getting caught kept with a COVID, and he was not going to be clear to play because of a cardiac screening he has to take, and it, the results was not going to come in in time for game. So. Enter freshman quarterback DJ Uigalele 
and this one is was a bomber from start to was a game from start to finish as as Nerdam jumps out jumped out early to a 10 nothing lead in the first quarter with a 65 yard run by Kyron Williams and a 24 yard field goal by Jefferson Jonathan Dorr Dorr but EJ Ugalele comes out and as on a very on a drive and with four minutes, 11 seconds in the first quarter, would at least cut the deficit to free as JJ Ukulele would find Cornell Powell from 53 yards and gets for a 53 yard pass. And the lead was cutting out, was cut from, was now 10 to 7. Moving on to second, both teams would change field goals with, and Notre Dame would be up. 13 to 10 13 to 10 now in the next 13 to 10 uh, as did you go away with try to find Trevor find uh, Trevor Etienne for a Travis Etienne for a simple handoff he end up let's say both uh, I say one of the two end up having a case of Butterfingers and and Fumble on the play were picked up that got picked up by Jeremiah Olusu Koromoa Koromoa for a 23 to uh, for a fumble return 23 yards into the end zone for a touchdown. Notre Dame is up 20 to 10 at that point, and another field goal with a 45 yard field goal by Jonathan Dorr would bring up 23 to 10. But BT Potter for Clemson would score on a 45 yard field goal. To give it a cut the lead to ten, moving into halftime. In the third quarter, Clemson would get the ball first and would score twice. Would score in the first. Would end up scoring. What in the third quarter? It was all Clemson in order to cut to cut this lead. Would be able to tie the game first on a forty-six yard field goal by. BT Potter uh, with 12 minutes 15 seconds in the first third and then 4 minutes and 12 seconds in the third Davis Allen would find, would be found by DJ Ukulele for 10 yards out and would tie the game at 23 all next we would go heading into the fourth we go with heading into the fourth fourth third game would try at least Answer back in for a score. They were getting close to first and goal, but they Let's see. From here we are. Yes, as Notre Dame would actually would find would be at the would be at Clemson seven for one at Clemson seven. Ian Book would run for six yards, and then right at the one he would ended up. Fumbling the football and it got picked up by for Clem by Balin Specter for Clemson and Clemson would take over and this game would stay tied. We head into the fourth quarter. Would head into the fourth quarter and on the first drive of the fourth quarter quarter Notre Dame would drive down the field in Fourth drive down the field and we'll set up Jonathan Dorr for a 44 yard field goal. For a 44 yard field goal. For a 44 yard field goal. Go in the next drive, Clemson would answer back and it would be 
and they would would drive down a field on their by themselves and they would actually end up going for a and PG Potter would set up for a free free for a 30 yard field goal and the game would be tied 26 all back and forth we go next on the next drive next drive Notre Dame would get hardly get anything off could not get anywhere in could not get a room on offense it would be a free and out and it would send out and which a would have to punt Clemson would begin on Clemson's next drive they would start driving up the field would start driving up the field a lot on a fourth and one near fourth and fourth and one at the 35 it looks like Clemson would actually end up getting an offside penalty on Notre Dame as they would make him jump and Clemson would move up and this one would end up being slog is let's say this the it was Let's say this is a 12 play 74 yard drive. Let's go in through the big plays here. Uh, one of the big plays is DJ Ukulele would find Amari Rogers for a 16 yard pass that would move move Clemson from for 48 to Notre Dame's 36. 36 yard pass. And on a second and 10 on a 36 or 36 yard penalty on second and 10 and Notre Dame's 36 that they. DJ Ukulele would find Spectre uh, would find uh find Spectre for a pass for a brand Spectre, but but one of the players it would end up causing pass interference, which would be a six yard penalty. Penalty would be was assessed as a spot foul, which would gave Clemson another fresh set of downs. On the very next play, Travis Etienne would run for fifteen yards to Nerdim seventeen for a first down, set him up in the red zone. Next DJ Ukulele would two plays later on a second and eleven at Notre Dame's eighteen. DJ Ukulele passes to Cornell Powell for a fifteen yard completion to Notre Dame's free. And on the very next play, Jeffers Etienne would run it in for a score, three yards for a score, and Clemson. And that's how Clemson would be would take the lead. Would take the lead in this game. Take the lead in this game. In this game, Notre Dame trying to answer back as try to answer back. Ian Book would find on a first and ten at Notre Dame's twenty-five. Ian Book would find Michael Mayer for a thirteen-yard completion for first down, and then would find Avery Davis for twelve yards to move him get to fifty. And that is where Clemson would hold them back as Ian Book pass complete. Would not be able to find anyone in this. Would hardly could not move anywhere farther, and it would turn it over on downs. Notre Dame would begin would begin trying to run out the clock, and luckily enough, Notre Dame would get them on a free and out, and they would punt. Would punt, and with a minute and forty one seconds left, game on the line for. For Notre Dame, Notre Dame at the nine at Notre Dame's nine yard line, 
Ian Book will find Javon McKinley for 10 yards to for a first down. First down, next play, Ian Book will run 9 yards to the United Miss 21. Number 1, 21. Next, they would, Kyron Williams would run for a 15-yard complete, for a 15-yard gain to Norman Davis free, free for a first down. On the very next play, Ian Book would find a, B, a bomb to Avery Davis for a 50-yard, for a 50-yard, free-yard completion. And to the Clemson's 4 on the very next play, on a first and 10 with less, with a minute left, a minute left, at 30 seconds, first and goal. A we'll say it's free plays later. Ian Book would find Avery Davis for a fur. Would find, would find Avery Davis again. This time from four out, four yards out for a touchdown, and we would have a tied game. We end up having bonus football, and that is, and we would have bonus football over time. Clemson would get the ball first, and. DJ Ukulele would find would answer would score early in two plays in two plays as DJ Ukulele would find Cornell Powell for 24 yards to Dumber Davis one and DJ Ukulele would decide to go on speed dial call his own number and he would run it in for a one yard touchdown Clemson would have the lead in overtime in next on Notre Dame's possession they would go to Kyron Williams will run two yards to 23 on the very next play. Ian Book would find Michael Mayer for 15 yards to Clemson to the Clemson eight-yard line for a first down. First and goal. Ian Book would find Javon McKinley for five yards to the Clemson's free-yard line. And on the very next play, Kyron Williams would run for three yards out to a touchdown. And and we would go to double overtime. Next This time, Notre Dame would get the ball first. We get the ball first. Would get the ball first. Would get the ball first. First, nurse two plays. On the first two plays, Kyron Williams would would run for a loss of one. And on the very next play, Inbook would run, get that yard back. But Notre Dame would have offensive offensive holding. Folding. And next they would be moved to the they would move to the we would move. It would move to for holding on second and twenty at the Clemson's very five yard line. Clemson would get a penalty, end up getting a random penalty for personal foul and explain who got it or how it happened. But it would cost Clemson fifteen yards. It would move him to the ten to the twenty and Notre Dame would have a free fresh set of downs. And on the next play after the penalty, after a personal foul penalty, Kyron Williams would run for a loss of five. But Ian, on the next play, Ian Book says, don't worry, I got this. And would run it down, would run it run it for 12 yards. Clemson's 13. On third and free at Clemson's 13, Ian Book would find Ben Skorinick for 10 yards out to Clemson free for a first down. On two play and two plays later, Kyron Williams would run it in for three yards for a touchdown, and would give Notre Dame the lead, forty-seven to forty. Clemson now respond tries to respond. Would try to respond, and this is where Notre Dame's defense would play was came to play. 
on first and ten. DJ Ugale would get stacked by Atokunbo Ugandaji. I may have said it wrong. And Jeremiah Uso Komar for a nine yard loss to Notre Dame's 34. Second and now it is second and 19 for Notre Dame. On a very next play, on a very next play, DJ Ugalele would get sacked again by Ugandechi for a five yard loss and it would move him to the 39. Third and 24. Ugalele would go back to pass again. He would try to find his man, Davis Allard, but he gets broken up by Sean Crawford. Last chance for the Tigers in order to keep the perfect record and their number one ranking. DJ Glay would go back, would come back, would try to, would try to find, goes back to pass, would find Brand, Brandon Galloway for a 13-yard completion, but, but he, Galloway fumbles on the play and gets recovered by Nick by Notre Dame's Nick McLeod, and it is game right there. Clemson is undefeated no more. Notre Dame, in their first and probably only season in the ACC, is now at the top with a 7-0 record. They defeat Clemson. Clemson would lose in, like, I believe, lose uh, for the first time at home since 20. I said the first time since 2017 in a regular season. First regular season loss since 28, since 2017, I believe. This is basically three seasons. This is a large set of teams, and there are a lot of teams that could have been mean, especially my Louisville Cardinals. I'm just grabbing my charger, put my plug this phone in. Big game for Notre Dame. This is like I believe their first time being number one ranked team since 1993. Let's just say it looks like the Irish might be back. It looks like the Irish might be back. So we are about to see the return of Notre Dame fans of old are starting to emerge, reemerge. And as you can tell, just like today. COVID probably doesn't exist no more because Notre Dame would rush that field, would rush the field, and it was a madhouse. Notre Dame is now undefeated and is, will they be the number one team? That is a question. That is a big question. Uh, I believe the next number one would be Alabama, who pretty much was idle, but I think they might, who knows now because of this when Notre Dame played against the number one team and actually beat them outright. So there might be a thing where Notre Dame might have a might have a say now about this thing. This college football playoff now is a bigger chance. Now Clemson does have a chance to get back because they are probably, I believe, still the number two team. They can bounce back against Notre Dame and but I think this time around they would have their quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, this time around in this game. But this is a big victory for Notre Dame in this one. It is a big college football game. Big day for college football. Now we get into, let's uh, move on to, quickly, real quickly, into foot, into the NFL football. A lot of good games here. Uh, we got some okay games. Games in the NFL. Big one, I guess, we got to talk about is... I know the big thing I got to talk about 
is a big thing is my Ravens is pretty much the Ravens is Baltimore Ravens. One big thing since today, Des Bryant is now is now a is about to make a comeback. Make a bungum a comeback because Raven my Ravens decided to take him elevate him off the practice squad. It is going to be to the uh, part of the active roster. To the active roster and is expected to play today's game against the Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts. Brian has not been in this league. Has not been playing. Has not been able to play on the this is the first time since 2017 that Des Bryant has been is going to be playing, and this is the first. And this is an addition to the time because in the roster is Devin Duvernay, rookie wide receiver out of Texas, who is the team's number three wide receiver last Sunday. He sadly was he is on the injury report. He is limited with a thigh injury. Had limited participation in practice with a thigh injury and is now considered questionable for the game. Chris Moore would end up being placed on the injury reserve this Saturday for a thigh injury himself. And Brian is one of the five healthy wide receivers on the roster. He will be joining Marquise Brown, Miles Boykin, Willie Sneed, and James Proach. And this one is a big one. I think this will be great because this is a... It is one of those players that we finally get to have that we can actually do a good amount of the route running and Mar Jackson on Wednesday would praise Des Bryant for his great route running and his hands, which is a big thing. This is uh provides a great amount of experience who right now is one of who is right now in terms of wide receiver groups is right now ranked ranked last in the NFL in catches and receiving yards through the first eight weeks. In the first eight seasons, Des Bryant was a top playmaker for the Cow- for the Cowboys, totaling 7,459 yards and a franchise record of 73 touchdown catches. Touchdown catches. So this is a good thing to have. It is something that is this is a player that is needed for Ravens, especially they, especially the offense is something that is needed, especially in regards of how this defense has been, especially of the news about the defense. It's been off the defense, but luckily enough, as if you earlier on Monday, Marlon Humphrey would be the guy who would get affected. To the after who would get taken, who would actually be if one of the big things is um, Marlon Humphrey would get tested positive for COVID on Monday. Linebackers Patrick Queen, LJ Fort, Malik Harrison, Tyus Bowser, uh, linebackers. Patrick Queen, LJ Fort, Malik Harrison, and Tyus Bowser, safety Deshaun Elliott, and cornerback Terrell Bonds were a part of the was a part was a part of the entirety of 
the tackler was would play would be a big part of the would be a big name player who ended up being on the reserve list. Luckily enough, throughout the week, they ended up passing testing and would be removed from the list from that list. And a big thing is now uh, because. If the good thing is LJ Ford, who end up who is one of the biggest tacklers, would be playing with two out without two of our top five tacklers in this game, and our team, uh, LJ Ford would be sent to the I to the injury list with a finger injury and was ruled out of his game. Of his game, the five players that weren't able Queen play Queen. Harrison, Bowser, Elliot, and Bonds, they were able to participate in Saturday's walkthrough after not practicing all week and are going to be traveling with a team. It is, uh, Ravens coach Han Harbaugh said, it's not the perfect thing. You always want everybody to practice. The guys who weren't there out weren't out there practicing were doing all the things they could do to prepare. You trust that and you go play the game and do the best you can. So I feel very confident with that. Uh, big thing is Jimmy Smith, who is right now questionable with a back injury, is possibly going to be the guy who's going to be filling in for Mark for uh, Marlon Humphrey and um, Malik Harrison. A rookie first-round pick is going to be replacing Fort in that game. Uh, a good thing is outside linebacker Matthew Junon was removed from that list on Friday after he was being deemed a close contact to Humphrey at the time. He ended up being a full. He was in the sidelines. He was on the practice field on full capacity uh, on for both Thursday and Friday. So now the big question is, what will? So big question is, what's the my thoughts about this game against the Colts? This is a crucial. I do know this is a good crucial game. Crucial game for. The Ravens, especially they are five and two. They are right now the fifth seed. Currently at this moment, the fifth seed in the conference, fifth seed in the conference standings. If the playoffs ended today, they would be facing off against the Tennessee Titans, who is five and two in Nashville. And right now, it is a big, it is a big game. That is a game that is important. Right now, Baltimore still has a chance in maybe catching, uh, possibly catching up to the Steelers as one. They have a chance of bouncing back and winning over the being the Steelers in Heinz Field on Thanksgiving night, and uh, probably a never loss or two, and a Steelers possible Steelers loss or two would give them a chance of bouncing back. The Ravens would have to win this game. Next three games after this is the Patriots, two and five Patriots, the the Titans in the rematch from the divisional round last season, and the rematch between the Steelers at Hines Field on Thanksgiving night. The big stories are going into this game is hopefully the teams, hopefully Browns will be back at full capacity, and hopefully there will. I'm hoping there's no more. COVID test. I'm hoping there's no more uh, possible tests, and uh, that's my hope going forward to this. Is there won't be any anymore for this. 
luckily enough, the Ravens, this is the next three games. Two out of three is probably the toughest part of his schedule. Outside of the Browns, outside of the Browns, the next five games after the Steelers game is against the 2-6 and six Cowboys, the 1-6 Jaguars, the 1-7 Giants, and the 2-5-1 Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. And that is a big... Those games are, are of course, winnable. You can't doubt all the players. Some of them are not going to be giving games. Especially, I definitely know, even if it's a pay... Patriots, let's be honest, even though they're not doing the best right now, they are still a team you don't want to sleep on. So, Ravens, this one is, some of these games aren't all important. I I have faith in my team. I'm like, I'm just hoping this, hopefully I think the experience of Bryant on the field and making catches is going to be something interesting. I think this will be would help out with this defense a lot. I'm really interested in trying this. The big question is, can the Ravens run the football? Now, can the Ravens run with the football? One of the big things is that the Colts have its second-best run defense in the league right now, and that is going to be tough. Now, Dobbins did run for a career-high 113 yards on Sunday against the Steelers, who at the time was the top-ranked defense. Uh, one of the big things in this game is a big history lesson, and that is the Ravens have never beaten the Colts, though. This is something that you never know. In the history of the Colts and Ravens since 1996, the Ravens have won games in Baltimore, but have never Got no W against the Colts in Indy. And in Indy. So, in Indy. So, that is, take that for account, if you will. So, this is an interesting game. I am, I say this is going to be a closer one. I say it's going to be a, I say it's going to be 27-23 Ravens. This one, it was a pick pick 'em. So, I say it's going to be Ravens. 27-23 into this one. Into this one. Alright, other big games, noble games, is at 1 o'clock, Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks go head to Buffalo to take on the Bills. The Bears would travel to Nashville to take on the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. Take on the Titans. Titans. Chiefs. Chiefs would are hosting the Carolina Panthers. And the Panthers, we would have next again. Let's see, next gig game. Uh, the Saints and Buccaneers set square off on Sunday night. Tom Brady and Drew Brees go at it in round two. This time at Tampa Bay, or should I say Tampa Bay. Down Tampa Bay. Dolphins, Tua Tagovailoa and Kyler Murray are squaring off against each other. Get square off against each other at 425. And then we have the 7 0 Steelers take on the 2 6 Cowboys. Cowboys at 425 as well. And then we have the. Then on Monday night, we have the Patriots go up against the 0 8 Jets. Against the 0 8 Jets. 0 8 Jets. Next we have Broncos going to Atlanta take on the Falcons. We have the Lions and Vikings in the AFC North. In an NFC North showdown. 
Giants take on take on Washington. Texans take on the Jaguars. Both teams one and six. One and six. So this one is about the basement. Raiders versus Chargers. Versus Chargers. They take on the Chargers. Packers last night would go into would go in. And take care of the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, sadly depleted San Francisco 49ers team. 49ers team. 34 to 17. And right now, right now, Green Bay is currently 6 and 2 and with the division. And is right now, is right now as of this moment is currently the third ranked team in the league currently ranked seated third in the in the conference in the third in the conference and if the season ended they would face off against the Arizona Cardinals face off against the Arizona Cardinals face off against the Arizona Cardinals Seattle would have a first round bye Tampa Bay would go up against the LA Rams a very good competitive LA Rams team and and then we have the Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles, take it on the Saints, and somehow and somehow because it's a division winner, and I don't know how. Just because you're a division winner, you somehow host a playoff game in Philly. If this happened, like I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Philly should not host that goddamn game. Uh, I'm I don't care what anyone's saying. Philly should not host a damn divisional game, uh, a damn home playoff game. They don't deserve that. If whoever wins the NFCs don't get no playoff win, we gotta talk that. Yeah, something I personally don't think should happen. So, moving on. So let's move on. So, yeah, what well, is a big thing? Next in uh, next NBA, we'll be back on December the twenty second. This is now this is a seventy four day layoff. This is the shortest, uh, shortest like layoff in between games. In between games, I believe it is. It is a that is a big thing. The big thing is going to be is. LA, how will this affect uh, LeBron and his tiredness? A big thing is who, I guess one of the big things is early on, who is getting, who will be drafted by the is going to be who will be drafted on uh, who will be drafted. A big thing is that this is a uh, now this one is actually a 72 game season a 72 game season the uh, one of the big things is they're going to be opening uh, free agency very shortly, and then they're going to have the NBA draft in a uh, short work. A uh, big thing is going to be a uh, is the main plan is also to try to finish a schedule the NBA schedule before the Summer Olympics uh, in next begins in in next July. Uh, this one is, I believe, a 70, I say, I say, playoff is, I believe, 70, is at least 74 days, is the shortest of, uh, 
laughs upon major uh, major sports leagues in uh, in the United States. NHL has had a short one in like I believe a hundred and one days of uh, one season. I believe hundred and one. So this is the so yeah, this one will be the shortest by a large margin, by a significant margin, by like almost a month. So one is so what now with so what are my thoughts about that short layoff? Does it is it gonna hinder all our players? Um it's an interesting thing. I don't know much about the idea about LeBron James and like his uh home management thing. I think the seventy two games is gonna be unique. Unique there's gonna be Christmas games. The question is will be fan will there be fans there? Uh, that would be that is a very good question. I'm interested in knowing knowing that myself. But for now, I feel like there will not be as many fans. Uh, I think there won't be as many fans. Uh, but I think there won't be as many fans at these games. But I think they'll have some barriers and a few other things. So there's a lot of factors into this. Um, but for now, I say the whole thing with uh, I believe the whole thing is right now that uh, the NBA is going to be a big thing. A big thing is is about uh, the Raptors finding a home here in uh, in uh, for a uh, temporary home in the United States because traveling from Canada to the U.S. is kind of just uh, sketchy. One of the big sites was Louisville, uh, but the Raptors players have opted not to play in Louisville because of the whole handling of the Breonna Taylor investigation, and um, and now uh, Nashville has decided to step in by introducing Bridgestone Arena, the Bridgestone Arena, uh, which is the home of the Nashville Predators in the NHL, and will be played. That is a possible spot for the. Toronto Raptors will be playing in, and that is a big thing. Um, I don't have much to say about uh, that. Um, but yeah, I think this is a shortened schedule is going to be interesting to see. Uh, I think the big thing is I'm hoping they bring back the bubble. Uh, the bubble, uh, playoff bubble was amazing. I think it was a. I think it brought a brought a much more competitive side to it. I say. If they're going to, I don't know how they're going to go about like the playing stuff. I say they're probably going to do like a division window or something. I say they're going to try to keep it some games within the division. I think within like uh, the radius, like at least within, I guess, play against the teams in like say a 500 mile radius, try to cut down on traveling. And uh, yeah, I think that's what might be what, what happened, I believe. It's, uh, but I think they're going to be. Looking into it as uh, the season, as they're going into this off season, this very uh, short off season, and uh, you know, in terms of the draft, free agency, and uh, a few other things, uh, yeah, I'll probably make probably discuss it a bit later on as uh, time goes by. All right, let's. Uh, we've probably gone through a good amount of stuff. Um, a good amount of stuff. I think. Uh, we got through a good amount. I was going to talk about a few other things. What was one thing I was going to talk about? 
Oh, I gotta talk about some stuff I have plans for. Uh, one big thing I'm planning on doing, and this is something I've thought doing for a while, is probably the my personal. I wanted to work on this for a while. Is a kind of a web comic series, like uh, kind of like a comic graphic novel series. Like, uh, if you, this is something I've pretty much had uh plan on wanting to do for quite a while, and this has been in my mine for years I, I've I've done some bits and pieces of it I've done like I did I did a good baseline thing for a project back in my senior high school and a few other things um if you were with me back in school if you knew me as when I was younger you probably heard me say once or twice meteor boy um and that is a character uh Meteor Boy in, if you want to know, I'll give you guys a least small synopsis. Uh, Meteor Boy is the, it talks about the story of Mason, who is the prince of the sun. A, and meteors are, is practically a group of soldiers, a, pretty much a private, a militia, a militia group. Uh, I won't say militia group, but a army uh soldiers who pretty much would help uh settle like pretty much think of like i guess i guess you could say space interpol i guess you could say space interpol but uh space interpol uh also deals with like uh off combat stuff and like a lot of other things a big thing is the factories traveling across planets and uh handling uh there's a lot of, uh, yeah, I know what you're thinking. It's, a uh, there's a lot of stuff I'm wor- really working out the details on. Um, big thing is, one of the big things is, is, um, big enemies are pretty much just, uh, just, like, very, uh, I guess we could say a fascist group, like, uh, it's called, uh, similar to, like, Nazis, but I'm not gonna, we're not gonna call them Nazis. Let's just say some symbolism will probably be kind of Nazi-ish looking. So, uh, and, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of stories. Uh, I plan on at least making at least the combat good and at least, uh, choreography and, like, some of the stuff. I, and, um, yeah, I think it's interesting. It's gonna be a good story because this is something I've been working with for probably quite a while. And, uh, I'm going to be working on it. Practically, this is something I'm going to talk about doing. I'm going to be, I'm pretty much going to be working on it when I have free time, and I'm pretty much free time, and I'm going to be uh, typing and making the the project work for quite a while, for about quite a while. And it's uh, I'll uh, leave you guys in on more details. I do. I'm going to be trying to at least do art artwork and stuff. I will say this: if you are someone who is interested in doing a Doing like making the help make the character artwork and make this character look pretty good. Uh, if you are interested in doing something like that, I say, and I kind of want to try at least do uh, some local artists. If you are a local artist and you want to work, you want to work on uh, helping with uh, character artwork, let me know, please. I love. Let me know. Uh, at least comment down in the comment section here on this video or on SoundCloud or your 
or you can DM me on my social media, either on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, we can at least uh, discuss like emissions and everything, and we can work it out, work something out, and uh, if it sounds good, we can like we'll pay you for I can pay you for a commission, and uh, and we can just get the ball rolling there. I'll probably talk to somebody who can help out with. Uh, I know right, my friends I end up running this by my friends at a party at the party Friday night before we in like four we end up getting hammered so getting smashed. So uh yeah, Friday is gonna be a good we're all gonna be talking about this and I'll have a conversation about this. So without further ado, that is a big plan. Uh Necrovane is I have a lot of goals for 20, for my, now I'm 24, I'm playing on having a lot of goals for this upcoming year, and Monum, at least getting myself in the best, best physical shape, uh, best physical shape, uh, least conquer, but like a good chunk of like, life goals in terms of like, getting my driver's license, finally, and I know what you're thinking, I'm, you're 24 and you haven't got your driver's license, I'll say this here, my dad, my parents, Wanted me to focus on school. I finished high school and didn't have time to get it during the summer. Number two, was spending time in college. Never got a chance to like work around. I knew I had maybe find some time to actually look at materials to study. There, as soon as I got out of Western, got my permit. Tried practicing driving with family twice. First time was okay. Second time, I ended up barely scratching this lady's car. And it was like in a church parking lot. And it was a thing. So, my dad's like, yeah, you're going to have to work on paying for paying for driving school. Let's just say, anytime I try saving money, let's just say I... You, we pretty much discussed it in the earlier episodes of the podcast. I had a phase. I had a phase. I had a phase, and, uh, yeah, I got out of that phase later on, and, let's say, a lot of stuff has, has, uh, prevented me from pursuing getting this driver's license. Now, this time around, I'm like, I gotta fucking get this bitch, so, I'm getting this thing, I gotta get, I need to learn how to drive myself, because, let's be honest, I need at least, I want at least try to get on, I'm trying to at least get to the gym on time and get done at a certain time just so that way I can at least my thing is like get to the gym at a certain time get out at a certain time and get everything done at a certain time and be able to go to work and not feel like I am running myself ragged so yeah so that's a big thing so get my driver's license get a car I say Pretty soon, this pull this here in the background is not gonna be the same background because I'll pretty much plan on moving to my own uh, part, pretty much my own apartment, and uh, have a instead of having like my, my actual bedroom as uh, the stu- as the current studio, I'm kind of gonna try at least build a make a room, have a room, get a two bedroom apartment, and. One room is going to be its own uh, studio. One part studio, one part 
mini gym one part uh, streaming center and um, yeah that's what the plan is there and um, that's another big thing and uh, next get a car of course get a car uh, one thing for me is probably finally get finally like you know what finally end this uh, single uh, boy shit let's just say probably gonna try at least uh, put myself out there and at least uh, try at least set myself up find a relationship with a nice girl a nice girl and pretty much anyone and at least get that out of my head out of the way and uh, yeah I think that's uh, those are some goals I have there's some goals I'm someone gonna achieve try to achieve I got a couple things I'll probably talk about tomorrow probably in my probably on my Instagram and Facebook probably just uh, give people that run down and I mention it on uh, the Twitter so uh, yeah that's the that's the game plan for me that is my game plan there so I think that's about it I'm uh, I think we're almost done we got it done within hour and a half so we actually got good so this is brand pretty good episode so thank you guys very much for watching the J Money Talks podcast episode number 17 uh, we have a let's say this it was a uh, pretty good if you guys have any uh, birthday wishes like belated birthday wishes leave it in the comments section I will gladly uh, like it and appreciate appreciate the birthday wishes uh, be sure to give a like to this video a good thumbs up on the video on the pod on the video or leave a like on the SoundCloud if you're watching this listening to it on SoundCloud hit that heart button button repost this to uh, feed give more people some, get this bad boy some exposure try at least build some fans on there uh, if share this share this all around social media leave it in the comment section if there's anything you want to talk about in the future I would definitely appreciate it and uh, if you got any uh, something uh, topic that should be I should discuss I'll uh, leave it in the comments I'll probably try to put that under some advisement and let's see don't forget uh, subscribing uh, following uh, also if you're on Saturday, follow hit a follow and also make sure you hit like probably notification bell so that way when the next episode drops you were able to get that bad boy and of course on YouTube of course subscribe and hit on the notification bell so that way you get the episode get to the episode as soon as it comes out anyways once again I want to say thank you guys very much for watching this video and watching this video don't forget to stay positive and uh, of course have a good day my mindset in this mom mentality, my mom mentality for me is moving forward. Is and this one is simple: drinking your water, washing, clean your face, steal a girl's soul by eating the shower pussy, and minding your damn business. See you guys. See you all. Take care, y'all. Peace.